a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then a little bit longer before that, we're going to go, apparently, according to new stories and rumors and reports, for new movies. So how about that, guys? Welcome back. (laughs) This is the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, we'll get to that in a minute, what that's all about. But apparently new Star Wars movies are coming and they're taking place even a longer time ago in the same galaxy that's far, far away. But uh, where you are right now, you're in the Resistance base because the base is open. It's time to podcast uh, as uh, as with me. With me, as always, James and Lacey. Uh, guys, we have some cool stories to talk about today. A little touch on the little Make Solo 2 happen. Um, uh, excited to always hear, even if it's a light sprinkling of stuff about uh, what's going on with the actors involved in Solo and, and the future of that. Uh, obviously, rumors about future Star Wars movies and uh, some you know animated series, that sort of thing. But I'm kind of glad to be back on our regular slate. Like We picked up mm-hmm. Thursday with our discussion, we did the Finn thing. I had a lot of fun with that. I'm looking forward to uh, this Thursday talking about Poe Dameron. But the new show, I like that because uh, I was worried coming out of episode nine that like it'd be a stone wall of just like crickets, like nothing to talk about. And there's some cool uh, news to get into. So I think our Monday show is going to be all right. But um, are you guys as glad to be back on our normal rotation as I am? Because it seems like it's been a while since we did our standard Monday show. I think the average or the normal or the episodes that we did uh, that were a little bit different were like exactly the amount that was like justified because I even had a friend uh, who, you know, knows me personally, but listens to the show and was like, after that Monday episode came out, he's like, um, so when are you guys going back to your normal thing? And I'm like, it'll be this Thursday. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's true. So I think it was like just that perfect amount where they were like, it was good, but I'm kind of hoping they, okay, they're back. All right, good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, the Lacey, you put together the resistance transmissions episodes and I, I you did. know, I think people had fun with that and they also enjoyed our look back and things, but are you, uh, you're glad to be back on our regularly scheduled programming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that James brought that up because I had a couple of people say that to me too. Be like, so like, you guys are gonna talk about like new stuff, right? Like you're you're <laughs> ready to? And I was like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> just the holidays. Give us give us one week, right. one one time to one. Have and a, we didn't even take like a week off. Really, we didn't. Like a it half was a half week. week. Yeah, because we also did the. Mando I didn't fan take any show. break. Right. We did the Mando fan show. None of us took a break. We did that that as well. That continued. Um, which if you haven't checked it out yet and you, or if you're just getting around to the Mandalorian or if you're in the UK or somewhere else that doesn't have it yet and you haven't broken the law and you're going to wait till March to watch it, go back. You can check out the playlist, the Mando Fan Show on our YouTube channel and our podcast feeds and catch up on our episodes there. We had great guests and a great time. But you know what? I, I kind of thought of these episodes like the Resistance Transmissions Best Of and the Look Back and Look Ahead as like when your favorite like sitcom has the best of mm-hmm. clip show and yep. you're like oh it's the clip show one like all right <laughs> that, that's uh, how i proposed the whole resistance yeah. transmissions to them to james yeah. and john was like you know like when shows have like best ofs it just gives yeah. us a chance to like highlight some of the fans and stuff which by the way that was one of the funniest episodes because i don't want to sound like self-centered and be like i'm so funny but it's like when i hear people laughing i laugh even if it's myself and i just found myself laughing Wait. a lot so you you laughing made yourself laugh? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. What kind of ego on this one? <laughs> it's not an ego. 
Wait, Lacey, stop laughing because when you listen back to this, you're going to start laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait till I don't know. It's just people laughing. It's like when when guys cry, I immediately start crying. Oh. I don't mm. know why. Like, especially like old men, like Han Solo, if he was to cry, mm. I would cry. You know what would make me double cry? If I don't I kept like talking. seeing. <laughs> well, that, that's one thing. <laughs> Um, I don't like seeing old people at like restaurants eating by themselves. Oh my so, god! Yes. So if I saw that and then that person was crying, imagine I'd if Han to... Solo was crying by himself at a restaurant. Well, Han Solo can take care of himself, except when he's standing in front of his son. Okay, with you a don't lightsaber, have to like go but... into a deep dive of who Do Han Solo is. Cry at in Star Wars. Ray oh, does the, like oh, every yeah, Ray scene. Ray cries a lot. Yeah, Chewie mm. cried. Chewie didn't Finn. cry. He cried, sure. No, I mean like tears. Yeah, Finn cried, right? Uh, his eyes like kind of mm. welled up, but I don't know if he like actually like tears came down Anakin, his face. Anakin cried. Oh, Anakin did cry. Padme oh, he, cried. Padme um, cried. I think every character cried. I don't know, guys. Palpatine I'm, I'm, cried. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I think of like when- He's like, I'm so Anakin ugly cried, now. <laughs> and I'm like- I don't. Did he have tears or was he just like upset? Who? Anakin. Anakin had the single no, tear. No, he had a straight. He straight up cried when he was we in full. Might be thinking of Mustafar. different scenes. No, he was on I'm Mustafar. I'm thinking of when he's in Tatooine and he's like, "I killed him and I slaughtered him." He That's cried there too. Crying. Yeah, he does cry there. Yeah. But he had tears. He yeah, had wetness. He, yeah, then he he did the old actor's yeah. trick where they can't bring themselves to cry, so they bury their head in their arms and just go like this. They like move their head but like Yeah, that's crying. a famous actor's trick. <laughs> Easy, Vaney. <laughs> um, all right. So it's good to be back though, either way. None of us are crying right now, which is good. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. But I did cry during the Rise of Skywalker, and that's the only Star Wars movie that made me I cry. I know you've so. told us. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Speaking of the Rise of Skywalker, uh, we heard from Jonas, so let's, uh, well, we didn't hear from him, but someone did, and then we wrote about it, but, uh, let's send it to James now for this week's, it's back, baby, the Resistance Report. What's up, man? <laughs> it's the Resistance. Yep. So as you alluded to, uh, a little bit before, uh, we got this story with Jonas Sutomo and we got, uh, uh some other rumored stories um but uh before we get to all the rumors before we get to what we think uh, is going to happen and speculate let's talk about what kind of uh is happening and that's just the fact that uh this guy's awesome right you know uh he did this uh interview with uh hollywood reporter and uh like i said it was Jonas suotomo and he plays chewbacca and it was a um not only did did we get the the article itself but um, you know, the article on Star Wars Newsnet kind of breaks down exactly like the main points and why this is a this is a good uh, article here. John, you did, you wrote this, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, because it has Make Solo two all through it. What? <clears throat> no, but uh, <laughs> you know how like I make myself laugh. John just looks for ways to work in Make Solo two happen into everything that he does. <laughs> and when he comes up with a really good joke, it's like on every platform. It'll be like in the chat, and then it'll be on Twitter, and then it'll be said on. The you show. gotta try it out in some spots, man. <laughs> right, yeah. um, They're never good. 
<laughs> well, John, take it away <laughs> on this one. Tell me about it. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about uh, what happened in this article and, and, you know, spend a little time with Jonas. All right. So, um, yeah, where to start? Um, I just liked his anecdotes in terms of his experience throughout this saga. He's been Chewy for five years now. Uh, he started on The Force Awakens, which um, might still be a little confusing for some people on how much he did because Peter Mayhew was credited and on set. But Jonas did about like 97% of Chewie's work in that movie, too. So he's been Chewie for four movies now, complete, um, which is a big deal. And I went through uh, IMDb has a great feature for... Uh, which, James, I think you pointed out to me that this existed, uh, screen time for each character. Mm-hmm. And Jonas has now been on screen as Chewie, thanks to Solo and these movies, the same amount of minutes as Peter Mayhew. To the they, minute? Yeah, about 40, wow. 40, 40, 41 minutes each. That's awesome. Uh, as Chewbacca. So uh, the next time Jonas comes back, he will have been the most on-screen Chewie uh, that we've seen in Star Wars. So we're hoping to get him back, obviously, and preferably in a, a solo follow-up. But I just like some of the things he talks about. He's such an earnest guy. Like, you... I haven't had a chance to meet him myself. I know, James, you spoke to him. Lacey, you ran uh, the convention at Awesome Con where he was involved in. But yeah. he just seems like a very genuine down-to-earth guy. I think they hit the nail on the head when they brought him in to replace Peter and, and bring that energy. Right now, I think, aside from maybe Boyega, he's been the best ambassador for the fan connection for uh, Star Wars actors and characters. But The best was when Boyega was doing photo ops and Jonas surprised him and just walked into the photo op. Yes. And Boya goes like, oh, my God. Right, right. Yeah, it was very cute. Um, I just, I mean, one part I have to bring up uh, out of here, which was my favorite, as I mentioned in the article, was um, him and Harrison Ford. Uh, <gasps> so, this I is mean, my favorite part, but I'll give it to you. Do you want it? You can say it. No, That's you fine. Can, you can go. Go ahead. All right. So Jonas was kind of doing this thing where JJ said he had to, he's in the cockpit and so is Harrison Ford is Han Solo, just like Han and Chewie always are. And he had to turn around to look back at Finn to like growl and say something. And Jonas, like a, like a Shakespearean actor said, JJ, what's my motivation for this scene? <laughs> and Harrison Ford just goes, it's for the money, stupid. <laughs> just like dead <laughs> like the only person who could get away with saying something like that and still be like loved is Harrison Ford with his like grumpiness but in a in a joking around sort of and way and you know they don't really know each other he's just like the kid that's sitting in for Peter and he still right. was like yeah. stupid <laughs> right uh, and, and the other thing I wanted to bring up obviously the make Solo 2 happen stuff James like you said um, he kind of said if we ever return to Solo I've been in touch with Alden we still chat once in a while we haven't hung out since the premiere which kind of surprised me but not so much I guess he said if Alden's we ever return to on his own sometimes he, yeah right and he has a family and that sort of thing and you know, I'm sure they their careers obviously went in different directions uh, but he said if we ever return to Solo I can't wait to work with him again so um that is great to hear. Uh, obviously, they had a good working relationship. And for the fact that he said, if we return to Solo, he doesn't need to be saying these things. And, you know, Lacey, you had pointed out that there was a certain period of time where he was using Make Solo to happen actively and it's just Legit. Stopped. Every single tweet, every yeah. single post. Yeah. Like, what do you guys think? Make Solo 2 happen? Like, the cute way he does that. Like, what do you guys think of this? Yeah, Am I right? right? Right. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, it stopped. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot more to dig into here. I want to obviously give you guys uh, stuff to to tear away at here. So, I mean, there's a uh, bunch. 
I have a favorite part. It was um, the question was uh, when Poe and Finn rescued Chewie on Kylo's destroyer. Chewie seems surprised by the fact that they came to rescue him. Yeah, you know, Poe responds, "Of course we came to rescue." And I really liked the way that uh, Jonas answered the question because he kind of has two answers to it, but neither one of them, in a weird way, was like the way that I thought Chewie thinks. Because I just think he thought like a normal person. But it really goes to show that he is going beyond just like playing the roles and playing the lines. And he knows what to say here. So he says the line. It's actually more of like him going through a process of like, I think this is how Chewie sees people. Yes. You know, I think this is how Chewie interacts with people that aren't of his own species, you know, and things like that. And I was like, oh, man, that's like in a weird way, like only someone who is playing the character needs to like really deep dive could, could understand it from that point of view, unless you're just like, you know, really trying to understand who Chewbacca is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, but I'd never, that had never occurred to me. Um, and the answer, by the way, the, the one that surprised me is he says, I think Chewie lives in the moment sort of like dogs do. I don't think he puts heavy emphasis on expectations like humans would. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, that kind of makes sense, especially when you have such a long span of life. You know, I yeah. was trying to do some math on that earlier, like 30 years to him is like six years to us. So, yeah. Right. Or something along those lines. So, yeah, check double check my math on that. But yeah, that was my favorite part. What, what about you, Lacey? You already said the Han Solo thing, but any, anything so, else in this article stick out? Yeah, the Han Solo thing was definitely my favorite part. But another part that stuck out to me was because when we walked out of the Rise of Skywalker, my number one one of my top moments was uh, Chewie's reaction to Princess Leia dying, General Organa. Oh, so God. that was the one moment in the movie I know. John, you teared up with Han Solo and Kylo Ren, but like the first time I saw the movie, the moment that I did have that like gut, like, oh God, reaction was Chewie's like drop to his knees, yell moment, because that's the end. They're all gone now. You know, Han, Leia, and Luke are all gone. Hmm. Um, So it was interesting to hear him talk about that because I feel like everybody talked about how awesome that moment was. Every review, no matter they liked it or not said that that moment was one of their favorite moments in the movie. And it gave Chewie that moment Mm -hmm. that a lot of people critiqued in TFA, which he also discusses in this article of, Oh, why didn't Leia hug Chewie? And he said, Chewie was just worried about Finn. Yeah. Again, going back to what James says, I think he does think like Chewie. He's played it for so long now that he's like in the mindset of what Chewie would do. But, um, I just really loved how he talked about how, he was an emotional wreck underneath the costume and how sweaty he was. And he was having issues with the mask. Yes. And he was like having a nervous breakdown, which yeah. I always have nervous breaks to break down. So I felt for that. But uh, the idea that he said that everybody was tense on set, that that day was a rough day kind of for everybody filming because obviously Carrie is no longer with us. And he said it had a different weight to it because when he worked with Han, he knew Harrison was going to be there at the end of the day that he could talk to him. So this was like kind of bringing up those emotions. And he says that it's still hard for him to watch today. It's hard for us too, Jonas. Mm -hmm. It is a tough scene to watch, Chewie. But yeah, I'd have to say that that's my other favorite part in this article is when he talks about that. That is a a great great scene. I'm going to go totally off topic. There is a band that we used to tour with um, called Architects. 
And when we toured with them, their uh, drummer and their guitar player were uh, twins. And Mm -hmm. it was almost, I mean, like it was really hard to tell the difference between the two of them. Only after, you know, numerous tours with them that it started to get to a point where I was like, you're Tom, right? (laughs) You know, Um, but uh, after I was out of the band, um, Tom was diagnosed with cancer and passed away. And they did a video uh, in like kind of like in his honor and his brother was playing him and it was about him like in like the afterlife thing. And I it, like when I read this story I w- uh, about how Chewie was reacting to Leia and like they're talking about this character because this person, when you're watching the video, you're like, that's Tom. But you know, it's, it's not really him. You know what I mean? It's done in a way where this, um, where this other person is kind of bringing Tom back to life. So when you're watching the video, you know, it's gotta be like super emotional on the set too. Cause everything yeah. they're filming is supposed to be him, but it's, but he's not there, you know? So right. it really like reminded me of that event. Um, and the way that, uh, this, like one of my favorite bands handled something kind of similar. So, mm. Yeah, I mean that's I mean not to steer away from Jonas, but that's exactly what Billy Lord did uh, filming the scenes with right as Leia. So as her yeah. mom, yeah. I mean this movie is loaded with so much emotion, and you know Jonas like brings up the metal part where Maz, which is was an animatronic uh, thing, hands uh, him the metal, and he said, uh, I, "I don't know that that was Hans, but I assume it is." They didn't tell me that it was. And then the visual dictionary confirms that it was his his hero medal from A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting that they didn't say like this is Hans' medal, like. But um, that moment because I think uh, they wanted it to be both. Yeah, sure, uh, and that's that's that. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, but that moment got me too. It's at the very end of the movie. It's kind of like Chewie's last thing, and it's kind of like one of those things where he's reunited with Han in a way through that symbol, but he also gets mm-hmm. his recognition, uh, like like the cowardly lion gets his medal at the end of uh, wizard of Oz sort of thing. But, right. um, I, I don't know, just, I mean, I don't have much more to give on this uh, article. Obviously I'm, I was, I pushed hard on the make solo to happen aspect of it because when I saw that quote, I'm like, that's going in the headline. I'm like, I don't care who else uses this uh, interview and says other things about it. I'm putting future solo in there. Um, but just the fact that Jonas is such a good guy and he deserves to keep playing this character because like you said, James and Lacey, he is taking ownership of Chewie in a way that's very personal for him. It's not just, I'm a stunt man. Cause originally he was, you know, get in the suit, do this, but he right, has there, taken yeah. on the culture of being Chewbacca. He uh, makes lear- the noises. Yeah. That learning Shree Wook. Yeah. Like yeah. he may know more than Peter did at this point. And yeah. the way he really honestly uh, loves playing Chewbacca. I think we talk about this a lot in the podcast. It means a lot when we see actors who really do love being in Star yeah. Wars. Last week, Lacey, you brought up how Ewan McGregor rolled off the mat and he's like, I'm in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. During the prequels. Like, I love that stuff as opposed to hit the mark, I'm out, which people say, you know, Harrison Ford mm-hmm. kind of like, but whatever. But the fact that he <laughs> loves it so much, I yeah. really hope, makes a little too happen aside, that we see him continue on, whether it's with Ray in more movies or whatever. Just let him be Chewie for the rest I, of his life. Yeah, just, <laughs> y- you can't have Star Wars without Chewie, so however they have to do it, I hope they do it. Makes a little too happen aside. Right. They are lucky that he that they live as long as they do. 
Bingo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Although now we're getting ready to talk about our next story. I wonder how, like, what are the ages there? You know, I don't know if he would be alive during this period or not. But uh, as we move on, the future of the Star, Star Wars saga appears to be set in the past, right? Um, so this is a story that came from the fan site uh, Zero and then was later kind of doubled down on uh, by making Star Wars. Um, the whole thing being a little bit of an inside look into what Project Luminous is. Now, we've for a long time speculated about what this could possibly be, and I think the ongoing theory was that it had to do something along the lines of like a uh, Empire Strikes Back uh, collaboration between all these ar- uh, artists, uh, or uh, authors, I mean to say, um, for like a, a, a 40th anniversary of or something along those lines. But it appears... That it it's being said that it's way bigger than that, and this could be basically the the uh, brain trust behind the the complete future of where they're going to take the franchise. Um, Lacey, I'm going to start with you on this story. Um, what do you think about it in general? Like the era uh, being 400 years before uh, anything that we've seen before, and how it's basically being put together by this group of people. So I guess I have some clarification questions. So sure. the High Republic is what they're talking about, right? This is the 400 years prior. So that's, is the High that's Republic. not Zero's story. That's the double down on uh, making Star Wars. He was the person that said this whole era is going to be referred to as the High Republic. The High Republic. And we mm-hmm. now have two canon references as to that name being relevant. Got right. it. So the idea is that these the Project Luminous stuff are books that then play into what the next movies are, or we're not sure yet? Uh, The first, as Zero's report says that the first thing out of Project Luminous will be a video game announced in 2020 and released in 2021. Um, So it's, it's, and John, you might talk a little bit about this too, but like, I think this is the answer to, people we didn't write out the sequel trilogy so because Mm -hmm. that didn't happen the way fans would have wanted it to happen Mm -hmm. we're putting Mm -hmm. together these people they're writing the story and it's going to be books comics games movies all of it this is the brain trust behind the future of star wars right i know because we've had a lot of conversations on the podcast and probably the last six months about what these next movies are going to be and what mm-hmm. Benioff and Weiss's movies might have been, which were what, how the Jedi were started and what that kind of thing looks like. Um, I loved the detail about Jedi going to the unknown regions. We keep going back, guys, to the unknown yeah. regions. We're yeah. all about it. Um, you guys know I love Star Wars. The thing I love about Star Wars are Jedi and lightsabers and that stuff. Not so much the war part more of the Jedi. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm all for it. I think it's going to be great. We've had a lot of teasing going on on Twitter from these these authors um, to the point that someone said that Claudia Gray is going to break all our hearts again, stuff like that. They have meetings all the time and they talk about it. I'd love to sit on one of those meetings. Um, But it's very funny because they've been very hush hush about it. Like when John and I went to New York Comic Con, they really didn't say anything. They were like, this is it. These are the brands that are involved. Yeah, I think um, the only we'll thing they see you in January. That, that Marvel was tied in or something. That was like the only and thing I, they. Re- yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then they said that we would hear about it in January. So it is January now. 
Um, (laughs) I wonder when we're going to hear about it. But anything with Jedi, I'm all for it because we only really got like groups of Jedi, obviously, in the prequels. So I'd love to see as that's the end of the Jedi, so to speak. I'd love to see where they started, like Mm -hmm. some new Jedi. That would be really, really cool. I'm all for it. Yeah. So, John, tell us a little bit about how maybe this tied in with what Benioff and Wise were working on. Right, because I keep going back to that because we talked about that, John. That was one of your articles, right? Yeah, so last oh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, last March, I had uh, reported what I r- reported as a rumor because I only had one source on it, but it was a guy who had been involved with every of the recent Star Wars movies. He had worked on them in a certain capacity. Um, and he had said, you know, 90, 95% sure the next movies are going to be Benioff and Wise. Um, it hadn't been revealed yet that they were for sure getting that first movie. Once that came out, that confirmed that. How'd but you feel that, about that, by the way? Uh, good. I mean, I and I like them uh, still. How so, often does that happen? Side note, that like someone will tell you something and you're like, I can't either say this or it's a rumor. And then it comes out and you're like, oh. There's a lot of things even to this day that, you know, you hear and stuff that you can't really report on. Right. Um, even certain things that aren't reportable that right. you're probably going to find out, uh, that sort of thing <laughs> right. with personnel changes and stuff like that. But anyway. Right. Um, but March uh, last year. So uh, it was that uh, it was 400 years or 300 to 400 years before the prequels that it was going to be an old Republic style Jedi based uh, series of movies that Benny Uff and wise were going to be involved in. Uh, they obviously jettisoned and they went to Netflix with their new quarter billion dollar deal. Um, and it looks like they're carrying on with this project, but <laughs> yeah, you gotta give me all fan, that cash, fan out Dad all that cash. game of Thrones cash, that Netflix cash. <laughs> Swimming, Benny F and Wise swimming around like Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it looks like they're carrying on with the plan, the, the same plan going 400 years back, Old Republic, Jedi, the same exact thing I had reported, um, but uh, different uh, people in the chair. So, and that's not new but to not Star Wars. Knights obviously. of the Old Republic, right? This it is, is even not, before no, that. not Knights of the Old Republic. Because I know that's what people immediately, like myself, jump to that we're like, oh. So, I, you know, I had people. Uh, dog me on my report saying like, oh, it's bunk. It's there's no way it's true. Just you're you're making it up and stuff. And uh, you know I don't make stuff like that up. I only called it a rumor because I had one source on it. But people were like, why would they? Why would it be old republic and they're only going back a couple hundred years? I'm like, that's what the guy told me. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I put the <laughs> quotes in there and there you go. And boom, here we are making Star Wars. They're saying the same thing with 400 years. So mm. um, it, it makes sense to me. I like this though. I did this whole idea. Uh, High Republic, the name's a little, I'm going to take a little getting used to, but the rule of two being uh, in motion and being an active thing, we're going to see potentially two Sith uh, that aren't Palpatine or Darth Vader. That's refreshing to me. And seeing active Jedi just in their, in their prime, like, and not, not the tail end of the Jedi being lost in their dogmatic ways. This is the Jedi right where they should be. Uh, that's very interesting to me. And getting to know new characters where we're all going to start on page one together, have no emotional vested ties in characters. I think fandom needs that very much right now. Mm-hmm. We're all going to start on page one together. Uh, like I think the that's Mandalorian. Right. Yep. 
Right. I think that's very important. And then, of course, we're going to create our theories and then uh, our expectations. It's not going to happen and we're all going to hate each other again. And that's fine. <laughs> but for a little while, it's going to be great. So uh, The first year. The but, first yeah. year. It'll be like TFA all over again. You're right. But I think the most exciting <laughs> thing to me is that it's going to be fresh, new, probably different kind of looks. But I think it's going to have that medieval style Game of Thronesy type of uh, thing. Which, if you think about it, medieval times ended about 400, 500 years ago for us. So it would make sense for that type of aesthetic to be like that if you mm-hmm. pattern it to a galaxy far, far away. So I don't know, James, what your thoughts on this whole thing are. But I'm pretty I'm pretty excited if it winds up being accurate. Um, I Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I don't think 300 to 400 is enough, though. Really? In a weird way. No. I, I think they should have done like the the go back all the way to the thousand or something. And it, it does seem kind of odd that I felt like uh when Palpatine describes the, the Republic has stood for over a thousand years, I've always took it as like a thousand years ago there was the old republic and then something happened and then now this has been the same thing for a thousand years. And mm-hmm. now they're saying that there was a period about 300, 400 years ago where it was called something different. And and that confuses me. And now I'm starting to... But then when was the Old Republic? And, when, and I know it's not Knights of the Old Republic in the games and stuff that's different. But Palpatine says in the movie, the Old Republic. So that's what I'm referring to. And so... And that was a thousand years ago. So it's... The time frame is kind of iffy to me, um, but we talked about this on our Patreon exclusive episode that they they may it may be somehow tied with Yoda and them wanting to do Yoda. Right. So, uh, right. So, they so have to maybe pick they're that like, time well, period, we can't go yeah. back too too far. If we go back a thousand years, that means no Yoda. So I mean, James Project Luminous. Luminous know, beings, yeah. are we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the right. only other thing I have to say about this is is I I understand the brain trust idea or the uh, what do they what do they call that um, the the room where people the think tank think aspect tank. of it yeah yeah um but there's a there's a couple names I'm like in there I'm like I'm not really sure how these people got involved I'm down to hear whatever they want to do but sometimes when you look at like Claudia Gray you're like all right you've got like you know three or four novels that people really like. And then you have like Jose, uh, Daniel Jose older. And it's like, okay, you did one. It was kind of iffy, you know, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where they like figured out th- who these people are. And that's not to pick on Daniel. I'm just saying, it seems like it's like, um, it's like, okay. Uh, 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 you know, you also have comics people. people thrown in it's there. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, Charles Scholl in my personal oh. opinion is one yeah. that makes sense to me. Right. One of the best. Right. Because I'm like, he seems to have told stories over different eras and can can manage to pull this off. But um, or I think he could, you know, tell great stories in different right. eras. So, well, but, uh, but yeah, but, but besides that, you know, we, they went forward with this and, and this is fine. Can we talk spoilers on Kylo Ren comic? Sure. I think so. Because Charles Soule wrote it. And in the second issue, they talk about High Republic. Yep. So I mentioned that at the beginning. The High Republic Th- has only they were been two, mentioned yeah. two times in canon, and they were both by Project Luminous authors. So um, K- Kaven Scott, is that his Kaven name? Kaven Scott. Kaven yeah. Scott, uh, who wrote uh, Dooku 
uh, Jedi Lost, and then Charles Soule, who wrote the uh, Kylo Ren. So right. he threw that in there as well. <laughs> Which seemingly kind of confirms what, you know, making Star Wars is saying about the High Republic right. era, but also maybe they, I mean, they it's so close to when that comic came out, they saw the comic, they go, let's report it now, this, and then when that drops, it'll back up our story, even though, right. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying. The question it's is. interesting. If it, if it was always this era, which is what Benny F and Wise wanted to do, and they're like, well, we're going to continue with it. I wonder what happens now. Like, who is, you know, are we getting that director announcement? Is it for this High Republic era? Who did they bring in to say, look, or or writers even for the movies? Like, look, we're doing this era. Like, so I know you may have your ideas you want to bring to the table here. This is what we're doing. You have to be on board with that. And you have to help us create this story and write this script and, and that sort of thing. So it's clear that it's not going to be Ryan Johnson doing this High Republic stuff. Uh, that, I don't think so. That, 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 that's because his whole he thing was... He wanted to do new stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, his whole thing was I'm doing new, you know, writing a whole new story, yeah. a whole new trilogy. Unless, you know, things do change and they're like, Ryan, what do you think? We want to do this. Do you want to come in? And he kind of concedes a bit and says, yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll go to your era. That's possible. But I think, and I could be wrong... But I'm pretty sure Kathleen Kennedy confirmed the 2022 movie is not going to be Ryan Johnson. And I think if the, these reports are saying what I think they're saying, these are the next movies. So that just to putting the math together and lining up the dots there with me, lead, me, lead me to think that Ryan Johnson's at least not getting involved at the beginning of this series mm. of movies. Again, we're back to that word series of movies, not a trilogy. It was never a trilogy. It was always a, this series of movies. It just seems like they shifted Benioff and Wise. Like, thanks, guys. You're over here now. Enjoy your Netflix fun. And they're going to bring someone else in and just slot them in and and, and press go again. Um, I think also, too, if you look at it from kind of like a business perspective, if you look at like Harry Potter, they had the books first, then the movies. Hunger Games, books first, then the movies. Maybe Disney's going, look, we can make double the money if we write these book series. They take off. People go crazy for them. And then we make movies. They also have the guideline that they're written already. So they know where they're going. There's no confusion. Um, I think it makes sense because I'm a big fan of book to movie rather well, than movie to book. The, the report says that they're kicking it off with a video game, too. And I don't know how accurate yeah. that is. But I mean, yeah, maybe I just think that the Ryan going back to the Ryan Johnson thing really quick. From my understanding of what we've talked about over the past few years and what we've heard and what's been around, it seems like Ryan is a creative guy. He likes to do his own thing. He's a solid writer. He does solid movies. So why would he then go back to a period that people can tie him to something else? Why not go do your own thing? And that's why I think these aren't Ryan's movies, because he'll want to do his own story with his own characters yeah, in the galaxy, yeah. but not with Jedi. Yeah, I, I agree. John, I think you brought up a really good point earlier, which is like you're going to have to find directors that are willing to play within the ballpark that they've already created whereas when they went to jj jj could have wrote a story where after the new republic was formed they uh, they all went back to the stone age you know yeah. <laughs> he could have wrote that story but within this th they would have to be like no you can't do anything you want you have this right. is what we're doing because we've set up these books we've set up these video games we have this story we want you to 
uh, kind of Gareth Edwards this and be the director, but play ball with what we're doing. You know what? You know what um, makes me think why? Because of that, who I think it, may, it might be Gareth Edwards. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would not be shocked, and this is—I don't know anything, but I would like it, and it would fit based on track record and history. Peter Jackson. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Although Mortal Engines was terrible. (laughs) And and I get people will be mad that it's another white man. I understand that. But Lord of the Rings, it was an already established thing. You're coming to play in our world here and you're going to make it work. That fits this mold here. It is a kind of medieval style era that we've seen him capture on film in 20 year ago CGI, let alone what he can do now. He's a proven fan favorite creator. Uh, it, 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 a lot of it points to, and it's also you know a safe choice for fans. Uh, aside from you know the diversity Hobbit. element of it, but um, I, I oh, think I was say because of the Hobbit. I liked the Hobbit. I just thought it was a little drawn out, but and I liked that, it. it again, that's just done. me. Th- throwing a name out there, but that would make a lot of sense to me if they're like, hey, Peter, look, um, these guys from Game of Thrones are going to do this. Um, We know that you've been rumored to have interest in potentially doing some Star Wars. You're a Star Wars fan. You did a great success with Lord of the Rings. We have this kind of uh, blueprint set up of this era. Do you want to come play in it? I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if he, if that is the kind of thing they did. Mm. Um, Now, whether they do, I I doubt it, but I'm just kind of throwing a guess out there. Right. Now, no, I think that'd be solid. We we kind of um, have skimmed over some of the details. If you want to go in and read what the reports are about exactly what this stuff is, but another aspect to this whole thing is the like it was kind of quoted as they're they're trying to kind of marvelize it in the sense that each one of these um, I, I don't I'm not going to say it's exclusive to like each one of the people involved with Project Luminous are creating their own characters, but they are kind of individually creating their own identities and, and care group of characters and things like that. And they're going to all be spread about and then kind of connect in certain ways throughout the, the books and the movies and all, all the yeah. entire yeah. canon. So I think like in a very loose way, and we're not saying star Wars is trying to be Marvel, but in a, in a very loose way, think of like, well, this character's working on Captain America and all the characters revolved around him. This character's working on Hulk and all the characters revolved around him. You mean author? And then, uh, yeah, I said character. Yeah, I mean author Sorry. is working on yeah. this character and all the characters revolved around. And then like maybe down the line, like things start to line up with like you'll have crossovers in this movie, crossovers in this book, yeah. crossovers yeah, yeah. in this video game. So. I think that's kind of where they're wanting to to kind of handle this so that it actually um, becomes an event in the sense of like, if you're paying attention to one of these characters or one of these franchises to a degree, then you'll want to read all the books and other things just to be able to connect correctly to the person that you actually like. The old school collect all four adage from uh, (laughs) being a kid and having to get the whole set of something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Disney so, loves synergy, so it makes sense. Yeah. They're big fans they of go like TV the, to movie to book to video mm-hmm. game to yeah. yeah. And they go into the outer regions and they discover some dark some three they say three potential enemies, the strongest of which is like some sort of Sith based 
Thanos. And, and I'll tell yeah. you right now, that that's <laughs> yeah, with a red Thanos. lightsaber. I think that's going to be what makes whatever this new saga is is they're con- convincing new villain because that's something bad guy that make I've been saying so Star bad. Wars yeah. has been having trouble moving on with new. I wonder new if villains. that's why Feige's involved, but he might not be involved with this. So I'm just saying. Just I think he is involved. Out. I mean, well, he's doing a movie. It doesn't necessarily mean. He's producing a movie, yeah. Yeah. We don't I'm not saying he's producing this movie, but I'm saying he's you know why, involved with Star Wars. You know so why I think he's not? Be, because he came on in August and maybe he had discussions months prior. This this whole thing that Benioff and Wise was going to get into is at least 2 years in in the works in terms of like yeah, development. So That doesn't that, mean they won't bring someone in later if it's not yeah, but all, all indications were that Feige's like, can I come play in Star Wars and make a Star Wars movie? Not like, do you need my help? Let me come produce your existing stuff. He wants to just come in and, and make a Star Wars movie, I think. I guess, but I kind of see it as, or my personal opinion anyway, was that they had stuff that they were working on for years and years, and they were like, you know who would be great with this and building out this world? Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. That's why you'd bring in Kevin Feige. The only and thing I'm bo- and both of those I, are very realistic. Right, right. I agree completely. The only thing is, I, 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 I don't know why I think this, but I kept hearing that it was just a, a one movie thing he's coming in to mm. produce. But maybe it's to kick it off. But I, I would yeah. if they said he's coming in to, you know, produce. I wouldn't be upset about it. So I hope. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> All right. Last story, guys. Last. Well, this is your story, story. James. Yeah. This. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah. <laughs> Not that you wrote so that, it. I'm saying that you'd be the most excited about it. Oh yeah, yeah. So so this story is um an exclusive from Kessel Run Transmissions. They did this on their YouTube channel and they said they'd been sitting on it for a while with one source and they were waiting to get that second source. They finally got the second source and boom, they're going to tell everybody this is this has been in the works. Um I think they even said the first season is already in uh, done or in post-production or something along those lines. But they say that the rebels sequel series is happening. It's an animated show. It's blend between the clone wars and the rebels design. So it will look a little bit different, but they went into all the details of um, what the, the basis of this is with Sabine and Ahsoka going into the unknown regions to find Ezra, who's become an ally with Thrawn, and Thrawn has a, a, a daughter. <laughs> you know, I mean, like they went into like all these crazy details, and uh, yeah, overseen. Uh, they they say that this story may be overseen by Dave Filoni as well. So, um, all right, what do what do you guys think about this, John? John, you want to kick it off? What do you think? Uh, I mean, it's. Not surprising if it's true, you know. Um, I know Corey uh, and Noah both work under the Making Star Wars banner, so it's possible they got Jason uh, helped them with sourcing on this. I don't know. Not to say that they didn't get their own sources. I'm just saying that's possible. Um, but it makes a lot of or sense. It could I mean, be a source. Right. Th- this could be a no-brainer to me. I mean, this is uh, we were all expecting kind of a sequel to Rebels. So it's not like a wild rumor that we see elsewhere on the internet, like the, 
you know, all these random spinoffs and random nonsense that are thrown out there. This is something that people would expect uh, a sequel to, to Rebels. And I always thought it would be animated because you wouldn't just be like, now we're going to continue the story live action. That'd be kind of weird to me. So all things being checked off makes sense uh, that uh, it's going to happen. Disney Plus is a big deal. It being finished, uh, I could buy that too because, you know, we had heard that uh, they were working on Resistance for a couple of years before that came out. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's all very possible. Um, and that's really all I got on that. There's not much else. I mean, I'm excited for you. I know you're a big uh, Rebels fan uh, to continue the story. See uh, more Ahsoka, Sabine, Ezra, uh, Thrawn in there as well, even though I'm not big of a Thrawn fan. But well, like I say, everything everything about this just makes a lot of sense to me. So I'm buying the rumor. I think it's it's possible that uh, it is indeed going down. Now, whether it comes out this year, I who, who the heck knows? They got Mando coming out later this year. Um, uh, who knows how crowded they want to make it? Clone Wars is coming out, but uh, we'll see. But I, I could totally see this going down. I don't want to make a pie bet, but it seems like something that they could announce at Celebration. Ooh, I was going to offer another pie bet, but we'll get to that. <laughs> thursday lacy what do you think of this uh do, do you think this will pull in people uh like rebels did so it's it's tough because i watched a little bit of rebels and i've seen um probably all the important moments in rebels but i wasn't like the biggest fan of it uh and this to me is exciting not for me but for all my friends and stuff that love rebels like everyone that likes rebels loves rebels So I'm just like our friend uh, Jonah Marie has been hashtagging where's Ezra for like years, like every day, uh, several times a day. Mm -hmm. So I would want this to happen for her. And like John said, I think it's a logical thing to do because they left it in such an open ended way that you're like, okay, well, what happened? Like, what does this mean? And I think Mm -hmm. often over the past few years of the podcast talking about this, especially like Ahsoka, the big question is like, okay, but what's her story? Is she going to show up in Rise of Skywalker? Is she not going to show up? Like, when is she going to get her story? And I think everybody wants to see it. So, yeah, sure. I'd be totally for it. I'd watch it. Are they going to announce it this year? I actually think they might because they got to keep people around for Disney+, Plus, especially Star Wars fans. And Mandalorian's not coming out till the fall. So this is something that they could launch early fall early next year they can announce Launch? it over the summer it's yeah like get it up on disney plus like wow. it could be in post-production right now the, that's what this report's saying that it's going to come out this year right so i think they could announce that celebration and say it's coming out in the fall or like late fall like in december or early next year potentially but um it it definitely like it just says celebration all over it like celebration right. and while you know we uh, aren't saying we distrust their report or their sources or whatever we have to say this is a rumor just for anyone right, watching right, and listening to right. this this isn't you know anything that's officially reported or and nothing that we could vouch for from any mm-hmm. of uh, our sourcing but and again not to discredit their sourcing but we have to say that, that it's right now it's rumored that this is the case um but it sounds fun sounds good james uh what, what do you what do you got on this you, you know, it's funny because every time I've thought about this show happening, I always just think of it as Rebels Season 5. But 
I'm really curious as to how they're going to make it not Rebels Season 5, if that makes sense. Because um, in a way, you could almost say, because a lot of the stuff that happens in Rebels has to revolve around Ahsoka. And sometimes I think of Rebels as the end of the Clone Wars because she's involved so heavily. Um, but it But it isn't. You know, it's two different shows. So I'm interested to see maybe what new characters we focus on. Um, Maybe we do focus on Ahsoka and Sabine and they say that's enough to make it not Kanan and Ezra and Hera and Zeb, you know? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested, but yeah, I think everybody wants the answers. I'm actually surprised the show is happening as soon as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, if it comes to be this year, um, cause rebels only ended last year, right? I don't think it's, no, it's been two years now. It's been two years now. Yeah. I think 2018. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. My timeline's all off. Cause it's like nonstop Star Wars. I mean, it just turned 2020, I get it, but I, I believe right. it was 2018 they wrapped that up. Oh, yeah, I guess you could say that. That That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it ended in 2018, not 2017. Yeah, it was fall 2018, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just a little over a year. I don't know. So I, I, I it's, it's come quick and uh, it's with welcome arms and I like what they're doing. I like the idea of, of Ezra being in, you know, friends with, uh, with Thrawn. I think that's really cool. And they could set up a love story, you know, there, that'd be really interesting. Um, with Thrawn's daughter, they say in this thing. So, well, I I have one other. I guess I'm going speculation. Or maybe he'll train her or something. Maybe we'll have a Chiss Jedi. You think Ezra's gonna um, Chiss his daughter on the lips? (laughs) No, Uh, I have a little speculation. So at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, uh, obviously we already put our blanket statement. We're going full spoilers on the podcast. Here we go. No spoiler alerts. Blah blah blah. Uh, Ray hears all, all the voices, and it's all of the past Jedi who have died. And Ahsoka's voice is there, but we don't know that she's dead. So does that, to me, that says that she's dead. So is Ahsoka Tano finally going to meet her official demise after all these maybe, is she, is she not, uh, in this final series here? Because right. I've been... a I've been a big doubter that we're ever going to see Ahsoka Tano in live action. So the way I see this happening is that this is that pocket there where you continue this story. She's like the epic Jedi. She has her big Jedi robe now and her staff. Like she's at ultimate Jedi mode for her now. Uh, The wise older Jedi or whatever. I think maybe this is where we see Ahsoka get a final like big hero ending. Uh, in this new series, if that's what they're going through, I'm to throw. They that had to consult someone to have her voice there. They had to go to the story group and say, like, "Hey, can we have Ahsoka in this?" Right, and yeah. you have to. You're leading fans to assume that she had passed because she's the only voice there that isn't someone who had passed on. Right. Right. I think. Yeah. I yeah. Think so, although because Kanan's there, although mm-hmm. Ray talks to them and she's not dead. Yeah, but she's not a. 
What do you mean? She's the person that they're like, talking to. Like, what if Ahsoka's somewhere, somewhere else in the galaxy and she's oh, talking? no, no. They're all talking to Rey. They're all going to the one... I mean, Skype what Lacey's call. saying, I, I thought the bat when you said that earlier. Uh, so I, I thought, like, I got a call coming in. Yeah. Well, oh, hey calls. <laughs> I mean, when you're in tune with the force, I could easily see that being possible. But it also then starts to wonder like, well, if she's aware of what's going on, why isn't she helping? And Right. Where is like she? That. Yeah. 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 So. I, I do think you're probably right, John, that um, we were probably waiting for Dave Filoni to figure out the perfect way to end his character. Um, right. And we all thought that was going to happen in Rebels season two, and it didn't. And he did something even bigger and better with uh, than we could have ever imagined with that character. But that character does not live forever. Right. right. It's something is going to happen. Um, my guess is nobody kills her. I think she goes in some bigger way that, mm-hmm. you know, like she would walk through a different portal of dimensional oh. force or something <laughs> that leads her to a place where she would be able to commune with all the force ghosts and things like that. Hmm. Um, but, or, I don't think she just dies. Like, I don't think right. someone comes along like Thrawn and shoots her, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like IG-11, he just walks up to her, blang. That's the end of Ahsoka Tano. Um, No, I mean, if this is real, then I'm I'm cool with that. So mm-hmm. I hope they're right. Yep. Me too. All right, Lacey, you want to you wanna take us into the Scoundrels Rundown? Ooh. Oh my gosh, it's back. Ready? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh my gosh, it's back. <laughs> ready? 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 One, two, three. Punch, Punch it! it! Why do you say it like that? I would love to. All right. So this Thursday, our sequel trilogy character discussions will continue where we'll talk about Poe Dameron. So get ready for that. Uh, We will be joined by John Roca on our episode airing Thursday, the 23rd of January. Uh, We're going to be record. We just recorded our Patreon exclusive Attack of the Clones commentary. John's favorite movie. Top shelf. Of of Star Wars. Uh, And you can check it out if you become a patron on patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. So make sure to keep an eye out. What? I don't like sand. (laughs) Keep an eye out for that. Uh, It's on the way. And then we've begun planning for Star Wars Celebration. Guys, we've now gone past the year mark. We're getting into single months now, which is nuts. So if you're heading to Anaheim as well, we'll have lots of fun stuff planned, including meetups, swag giveaways, and scheduled events. So we hope to see all of you there. If you're not attending Celebration, don't worry, because just like last year, we'll be covering the event in full, doing our best to bring you the experience of being there. That was a big thing for us. We did a ton of stuff to make sure that if you were sitting at home, you were right there with us, and we'll do it again this year. Um, I'm super excited for Celebration. It's honestly the best weekend of the year. I'm not just saying that. Um, also, like, <laughs> I know he's he's leaving uh, in a few months, but Daniel Kennedy's like, this year is going to be fun. He's like hyping it. Hype. Hype, hype, hype. hype. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I tweeted 
uh, like a week and a half ago. I was like, 238 days. And everyone was like, hooray. It's like the common. Now that Baby Yoda is on the shelf till next fall, everyone's got that positive like celebration. It's, um, so it's, we it's have like really cool transport stuff. transport is away and everybody's like, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celebration, I, I honestly, uh, everybody should go to Star Wars Celebration just to realize that. John, I loved how much fun you had. Because I've been to a bunch of them. So I just loved seeing, James, that was your first one too, right? Yeah, seeing you guys experience, but like, I don't know, John, for some reason, is more outwardly like, oh, this is the best ever. Well, I'm a lunatic, yeah. Um, It was fun watching you guys experience it for the first time. I love meeting people, so I'm pumped to meet up with our friends and the resistance. So yeah, that's it. All right. So until next time, Chewy. Uh, you should have sl- used Big Chewy. He's sleeping over there. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to wake him up. Yeah. He'll go 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Chewy, get us out of here. <laughs> okay. It is time for Ask the Resistance. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? We are finally back to take your questions. Thank you so much for standing by as we went through... Uh, semi-weeks off and that sort of thing, but we are so happy to get back in the mix with your questions. Thank you so much for sending them in. If you ever want to get on the show, the easy way to do it, tweet us, hashtag AskTheResistance, send your Star Wars questions in. Uh, The more interesting questions or even some fun questions, uh, the better in terms of getting uh, on the show because we want to make it obviously entertaining for people to want to listen to our answers and do our best to give those answers. Uh, So we're going to start it off. Lacey, you're going to go first. Yay! And the reason is... Oh my gosh. Because... Why? It's about celebration a little bit. Oh, okay. And you're like our celebration pro. <laughs> um, so this is from, oh, this is from Alex Zukas at Zubaka. Zubaka. We have Jubakas and Zubakas. and Zubakas. They're brothers. Um, they're brothers. I don't know. Maybe. So Alex, I meant like by Chewbacca's. Do you want office. me to read the question? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't think she does. Yeah. All right, James, you're up next. Uh, no. Sorry, Alex. No. So Alex asked, do you guys think they will have a teaser trailer of some sort for the Obi-Wan series by the time celebration hits? Hashtag ask the resistance. Hashtag pie bet 2020. Hashtag pies of Skywalker. 120% yes. Oh, okay. Here's why. They start filming it this summer, approximately July, right, is what we've heard. They start filming. Mm-hmm. Celebration is at the, at the end of August. Um, they aren't going to wait to show something because when they had past celebrations like Rogue One, Rogue One, they showed a whole teaser where all it was was text and music. And that was the teaser. And it was amazing, by the way. If you've never seen it, you can probably find it on YouTube. Um, it is amazing. It, it's so good. They also, going from my Disney experience from D23 in 2017. Was it 2017? Yes, 2017. Um, they had Mary Poppins footage that they had literally flown in from the soundstage that week. Like, 
they don't hold anything back. So they're going to show you something. So I guarantee it they'll show something Obi-Wan teaser related, whether it be him walking on screen and lighting up a lightsaber, his back with him looking at something with the the title sequence of what it's called. They're going to show you something 120%. I would take Mm. a buy bet for that. Oh, James. Are we all answering this? I mean, she's all, she's throwing the gauntlet for the pie bet right now. I've got nothing to lose. I've lost both bet, bets. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You no, think- you have to answer right now. There's no you, waiting. It's either want, yes or no. You don't want to same bat channel, same bat time, and wait till next week and have James give his answer. No, I want answers right <laughs> now. I want I want right now, January. Well, then we, we're going to spend the rest of the time trying to figure out the rules of what we're going with. Because you're saying they're going to show a poster or something. And it's like, no, this no, is no. Teaser are they going to show a teaser trailer? And I didn't say poster. I said that they were going to show a logo inside the trailer to announce what the show is called. So this is a yes or no. Are they going to show a teaser trailer? Yes or no? Footage of Obi-Wan Kenobi. The yes. TV series. A teaser video of some sort. John, what do you think? Come on, own up. Um, well, I think if the show's going to come out in 2021, that's the last big event to do it. So I think they'll, maybe they will show something very brief. So I'll say yes. Oh. Because I think they're going to have a Kenobi panel. So you can imagine they're going to be like, you guys want to see a quick little... Deborah so the Chow, funny thing is Deborah we Chow's both... like, I brought a little clip. So if we all say yes, that means we all get to pie each other if it's no. Oh, God. Like Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> we're all just pointing at one different person and... Yeah, yeah. I hope everyone got my unless, Reservoir Dogs. Unless right James says, no, they won't. James, we're on the clock here, pal. That's uh, it's stressful. Just pick... It's not stressful. Just say okay. yes or no. Gut reaction. I'm going to say no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes! So that means he gets double pies if we're right. Or he pies us again because we're both morons again about the same show. I don't care. I oh thought it was funny. Oh my god. Pie, pies of Skywalker. I, part I know two. this is yeah, this is stretching out now. But I guess my thought is like they only showed Mandalorian footage like a couple months before it was out. Obi Pie Kenobi. But what if Obi Wan? This would be like mm. a year before it's out. Yeah. So I'm going yes. I mean, all right. It could be very br- as long as it's a brief. It could even be a very brief teaser. <clears throat> it's just a pie, guys. You're taking it so seriously. It could be like a cloak and a shadow. All right. <laughs> you need to zip it, Lacey. You went on and on and on about the pie and how I was going to throw it too hard. Can you get something. me a large bottle of water so I can wash down my bottle of water with it? <laughs> I w- let's move on with the S resistance. Let's wrap this episode up. James, James, listen to me right now. Stress now. Rebel Scum Texan <laughs> at Rebel Scum Texan wants to know how important do you think Ahsoka's story will be in the final season of Clone Wars as it relates to any events leading into Revenge of the Sith? So we just talked about her in a potential rumored mm. sequel to Rebels, but we know she's going to be in Clone Wars. So what's the deal? I think that her importance in the final season is going to be pretty important because. 
like I said before, or at least I kind of hinted at, when I think of Clone Wars, I do think of Ahsoka as like, that's her story. A lot happens in Clone Wars. It's a lot of people's. But when I think of Clone Wars, I think that's kind of like Ahsoka's origin. And like, you get to see like a big uh, thing with her. Um, that's kind of her main uh, focus there. So I think that uh, we've seen trailers. We've talked about the Siege of Mandalore. Um, we've seen that Darth Maul is still around. And I think they have beef now. It just and the other thing too is like we know we know where the story goes because we've read the Ahsoka novel, so we know where she is like after the events of like one year after the events of Revenge of the Sith. So, um, yeah, I I think that uh, she'll be pretty heavily focused on in the final season. Yeah, nice. I agree. Um, I am curious. Did they ever explain where she is during Revenge of the Sith? Was there some kind of thing? Um, no, I think I, I could be wrong, but I think the Ahsoka novel just says hiding, like felt it, went into hiding craziness. All right. All right. Next one. I'll grab this one. This is from Pee Wee Seifert. Uh, Eric has Seifert. (laughs) All right. Uh, and he said, do you think we will get a Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren with the Knights of Ren standalone movie or Disney Plus series with Adam Driver? Or is he done with the franchise? Uh, I think he's done with the franchise. Um, I don't think you're going to get that. I know people, you know, obviously want more of that because Kylo Ren is, was my favorite character from this trilogy. Adam Driver is a wonderful actor. Uh, I think everyone's a, he's a fan favorite for most people, but... I mean, he he has already taken off on his his uh, career beyond Star Wars. He's about to be nominated for an Oscar for Marriage Story. Uh, he had a lot of success, successful movies in 2019 besides Star Wars, um, and he always kind of seemed that distant uh, commitment to it, where he's like, "I did it, and now it's kind of done." Uh, he collected his last check for Star Wars about 11 months ago, and I think he's had it in his rear view, uh, with all due respect, of course. Um, now, will we see him again one day? I don't know. Maybe, you know, he changes his mind and he pops in like we've seen these other actors kind of return. But I, I really think people should establish this expectation that the character is dead and that Kylo Ren uh, or Adam Driver, I should say, is done with the franchise for now. And, and you know, if they were to come back, it wouldn't be Disney Plus. I think he's uh, A-list at this point. Where and all due respect to anyone who's doing you know live action Disney Plus stuff, but he I don't I couldn't see them pulling him in to do um, a Disney Plus series at, the, at this point in his career. But we'll see what happens. So right I now can't I'm going to say get Hayden Christensen and his big movies, <laughs> Little Italy, Little Italy. <laughs> the, the, I can't wait to see it's how the movie. sequel how that rolls out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think uh, that's a big no for me on that one, uh, uh, Pee Wee. So thank you. All right. Next, uh, this is for all of us. Um, Mike Rumore, or Rumor, at Drum Rumore. Jedi. Rumore. It's an Im- important, That's important Rumore. question. Important question. You guys ready for an important question? No. Okay. Sure. Well, Lacey, this is probably more targeted to you and me. Yes. Um, will you allow me to buy you all drinks and talk Star Wars at Star Wars Celebration? Yes, you can buy me several. Okay. <laughs> Um, I I think two to be exact. The most politically correct answer is, uh, we're not gonna stop you, right? I think right, right. Yes, I'm not saying biased drinks. I'm not saying no. I'm saying, I'm saying yes. You should. If you get there first, 
I can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the way. I I agree. I say yes. Let's let's have drinks. Um, I just have to make sure I keep my eyes on my drink from the moment it leaves the bartender to it gets into my hand because you never know these days. All of a sudden, I wind up in the back of a van and uh, I'm on my way. Who knows where? But right? No. Lacey looks like that Britney gif right now. (laughs) Oh, the America's Got Talent or whatever. (laughs) Mike, we're kidding around. Yeah, we'll have drinks. We'll talk. We'll obviously talk. No, you're kidding around. I've been serious the whole time, Mike. Yeah. Lacey's very committed to having two drinks. Um, Two drinks. Or if it was at the Arc Bar, like 12 drinks. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, first (laughs) of all. Stormtrooper helmet on. Doing the First, thing. That was before I even had a drink. So people confuse drunk Lacey with just normal Lacey. I just do stupid stuff normally. John is the one that was like, where's my whiskey? Oh, stop it. Mike, we welcome it. Yeah, thank you so much. We look forward to it and uh, we'll see you in Anaheim. So Can't wait for my two drinks. Um, all right, guys. Last question. Real quick now. Gareth Lee at Gareth L. Monroe. Said General Leia comes to you with an urgent mission. She wants you to assemble a team and head out immediately in all of Star Wars canon, past or present. You need to bring one pilot, one droid, and one Force-sensitive being to assist you. Who goes with you on your mission? I think we've answered something like this similarly. Uh, We're all going to say the same droid, right? I don't know. James, you go first. Quick. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um... All right, force sensitive with me. I'll say Ray, Droid, R two, Pilot, uh, Han. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Poe. Although I tried to trick the system, and I thought one pilot. Could I say Luke? That gets me too force sensitive. Could I say Thrawn? The Chiss call him a pilot. All right, you gave your answers. We're all going to say R2, though, right? This ep- How long is this episode? This is turning into the JJ cut. Is it, my, is it my turn? Lacey, it is your turn. Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, BB-8. Okay, BB-8. He's Luke. faster than R2. R2 can't go downstairs. Get it together. Okay, so I am... Jetpacks. I, <laughs> I am going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to say my pilot is Anakin Skywalker. Oh, f- the best you, you're force sensitive. Wait, then. no, it's first not. First of all, yes, Mr. Is. You get Han is the greatest character being. that's ever existed, and you're not going to choose Han. Well, because you both did. We're turning. We're you're turning, a fraud. We're turning it to boring. I am revoking. Yeah. Make Solo Two happen from you. You cannot have it anymore. It is yeah. now James and mine. Okay. You can no longer talk about it. Okay, that's great. I'm gonna just tweet about it like in five minutes. Anakin, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Anakin the pilot. That's what Anakin he's for. Anakin Finn is my force sensitive person. What? And R two D two is my droid. What? You have the worst crew. I have Anakin Skywalker. I have Han Solo, the greatest character with the greatest story arc ever. Patreon exclusive. If you're a patron, you know what I'm talking about. Why are you saying it like that? Do you realize how many people agree with that? I'm saying it because you went on and on about how Han is the best. Lacey, there's other and then ca- you get a question. This is for Len Brown. This is for Len Brown. There's other characters in Star about, Wars besides Kylo Ren. <laughs> about a pilot. And you chose. Mic drop. Not Han Solo. Okay, we have to end this episode. So we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank uh, Gareth for that question. 
Sorry that Lacey's getting so spicy this late in the game. But John's a liar. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for uh, listening, watching, being a part of the Resistance. If you're new to the Resistance broadcast, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for being a part of the Resistance. We're always here every Monday and Thursday. The base is open, so come find us. Make sure you're subscribed, too, so you're not just constantly waiting for it to pop up in your feed or, or uh, wherever. So Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube, all other platforms as well. I know sometimes people say, are you on this one or that one? We're pretty much on all of them. So wherever you like to get your podcasts, uh, download us there, subscribe there. And uh, of course, if you like to watch us, uh, subscribe on YouTube. And I'll leave a comment. There's a lot of conversations going on there as well. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. As you just saw, we just ran through a bunch of questions. If you want to get on the show, like I said before, tweet us at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Or if you're shy, you could email us, resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you're heading to starwarsnewsnet.com every day for all of your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. All the articles from the Resistance Report earlier and all the news stories that we cover, you can be found. they can be found right there on starwarsnewsnet.com. Um, if you aren't sick of us two times a week and you want some more content we've alluded to some of these other bonus episodes that we do on patreon go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast uh we have five tiers starting at two dollars a month go check out which tier works for you there's a ton of different perks and benefits at different tiers i can't even get into it now just hop over to that website again patreon.com slash resistance broadcast check it out if you like it you want to support us you want some extra content sign up we appreciate it. And we want to say a special thanks to our Patreon generals, Carmelo, Brian Chalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, JG Cars, Seth Keim, Micah Harrison, Tampa Movie Guy, and Val Trichkoff. And Seth's doing his first pod race this Thursday, so we're excited to see uh, him finally do that. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James, how about you, bud? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks. And I actually forgot to mention why I picked Ray because I beat the system. Gareth, you said pick one force sensitive, and I picked all the Jedi. She's oh, all the Jedi. I see. And she's also a pilot, too. You could have just said Ray. Uh, and if it was the Colin Trevorrow strip, uh, uh, script, <laughs> I she's a part droid. Yeah. I was like, yeah. she was a droid, too, apparently. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Lacey, you how about I you? Get one? Get them all. You can find me not cheating at these questions <laughs> at Lacey Giller. And also now the creator of Make Solo 2 Happen. I've now taken that on as Han's biggest fan. You can find Lacey not cheating because we're not playing Who Are You at uh, Lacey Giller. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, we'll be back on Thursday where, uh, as Lacey said, we're going to pick up our sequel trilogy character discussions all about Poe Dameron. The guy who named Finn for Pete's sake. How about that? That's that's what you go with as his greatest. That's what he's known contribution. for. <laughs> he named that force sensitive guy. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna have a good time there. So uh, enjoy your weeks, and we'll see you uh, when the base opens up again, right here on the Resistance broadcast. We'll see you around, kids. Bye. Bye.